0: Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. Today, I bring you part six, the final part of a six-part series entitled God With Us, with today's message being God with the world, based off of Luke chapter 2, verses 25 through 35. So, let us dive into the Word today. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was a righteous and devout and uh, he was righteous and devout and was eagerly uh, awaiting for the awaiting the Messiah to come and rescue I- Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die unless he had seen the Lord's Messiah. that day the Spirit led him to the temple so when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. He took the child in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace, as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Amen. Help is here. Our temptation to be or our temptation can be to think that we're alone in our wait for help, but the truth of Christmas is that help is already here. Simeon waited many years for the quote consolation of Israel, end quote. And when he met Jesus, he was finally ready to rest. Back when I was a Union Ironworker, there were a couple of opportunities I had to be a foreman on the job Uh, the first time i was sent to a job alone so uh i was the foreman by default my own boss if you will and the night before i was told that it was only a one-person job and that i shouldn't uh i shouldn't that i should be able to get done uh no problems no no worries uh you know and so on and so forth well i showed up and when I did, the size of the job turned out to be a lot larger than we were told. It was at least a two-person job. And there I was, all by myself, green and, and expected, and expected by, by the supervisor there to do double the work in eight hours. Well, Needless to say, I failed epically. I only got about half the job done and the supervisor came over, reamed me out for slacking off and called my father-in-law to complain for, uh, for sending me. Not good, not good at all, uh, for your first time as a foreman. Well, my father-in-law called me up to see what was happening. I, I explained it to him, told him the workload was off the wall ridiculous. I was ready to walk off the job with a special salute, if you know what I mean but my father-in-law talked me into staying and saying that he would head over at the end of the, you know when he was finished it was close to the end of the day so i continued to work but waiting for him to get there was nerve-wracking and i i wasn't sure what would happen or what his reaction would be i worked and waited and worked while waiting working working finally he arrived and he saw the size of the job and the amount of work I had pulled off by the time he got there, which was slightly more than halfway done at that point. He was enraged, found the supervisor and reamed him out for not being honest about the size of the job that he could have sent more people if he knew it was this big. And then he came back and told me not to feel bad that I had done a heck of a job and that no one would be able to do that much by themselves. And and so he and I worked to finish the rest of it and And, of course, we charged them, uh, gave them a ticket for overtime, uh, and, yeah, the relief that I felt when he arrived and affirmed the work I did and how he held that company accountable and then worked alongside of me to help me finish it, boy, that gave me a sense of peace. While I wasn't trying to put myself in a situation where I was trying to do the impossible alone, there are other times I have... And for a moment, I did consider I was all alone. I didn't even think about calling up my father-in-law at the beginning of the day to ask for help, you know? And we're going to be honest. There are a whole lot of things we think we have to deal with on our own. We have finances to sort out on our own, relationship problems, parenting, caring for parents, and personal health issues that we think we have to sort out on our own. This story of Simeon assures us that, just as God promised, help is on the way. In fact, help is already here. Simeon waited for many years for a sign that help was coming to Israel. The Spirit had assured him that he would not die before he saw the Messiah. This story shows an intense moment when Simeon finally saw the hope he had been waiting for his entire life. And his first response was contentment, peace, and rest. And rest. And I, I want you, I'll, I'll remind you what he said. He said, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace. Now let your servant die in peace. Knowing help is on the way, relaxes us, and helps us to breathe more easily. And the Christmas, the message of Christmas, uh, God coming in the flesh to be with us, means that our help is here and we do not have to do it alone. Of course, that doesn't mean all of our problems will be fixed and everything will be better. Even in sharing the good news of God's help with Mary, Simeon recognized that Jesus' life would cause unrest in Israel, the falling and rising of many, and personal pain and tragedy in Mary's life. Yet, with the birth of Jesus, God is with us, and even the most Difficult challenges can be faced with a very present help in trouble, as it says in Psalm chapter 46, verse 1. Just as God was faithful to the promise God made to Simeon, so is God faithful to the promises God makes to us. In Jesus, who was born, lived, died, and rose for our sake, we will find our help in times of need. Remember God's promises. Remember that God promises to love and help you. Help is already here, but this is not as passive as it sounds. It requires our response if we want to experience God's help in our day to day lives. Keep in mind Simeon. Keep in mind Simeon was righteous and devout looking forward to the consolation of Israel. He was looking forward. He was looking forward for the the coming of the Messiah and the rescue of Israel. And he followed the Spirit's guiding him and recognized... He followed the Spirit who was guiding him and recognized Jesus when he saw him. So what are some ways you can ready yourself to receive help from God? How can you look for and look forward to help and follow where the Spirit might be leading you to receive or maybe even give God's help? What would our lives actually look like if we trusted that God's help is here already? What would it look like? What would it look like to rest in God's help and be a community that embodies God's help for each other instead of trying to do it on our own? Let us be a people who witness to our true faith as we display our absolute trust in God, taking bold and brassy steps for God's glory. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you and praise you for this uh, challenging but inspiring and hopeful message. Help us to be a people, Lord, who trust in you and call for your help when we need it, even if that means having to rely on somebody else to help us, knowing that that you are leading them to do so. And help us to be a people who are willing to give help in your name so that we may also be your vessels of hope, healing, and wholeness in the lives of others. But in all things, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for all that you Um, are doing in our lives, and and for the gift of Jesus, who we celebrate now and always. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, it's an honor to have you and a privilege to have you uh, tune in every week. Uh, I'm so glad that you do, and I I hope that you're you're getting something out of these messages. Um, Next week, uh, there will be no message uh, on here, as I will be on vacation, but... um, do know that uh, I will be back the week after, and I look forward to bringing you uh, more messages throughout the new year. But in the meantime, my friends, I hope you did have a very Merry Christmas uh, yesterday. And I pray as Christmas continues on, because remember there are 12 days of Christmas, not just one. So the 12 days can carry on between now and Epiphany. I do hope you have a very happy new year and a most powerful and blessed epiphany. I will see you on the other side of that. God bless. And remember, you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.